Yo, what's good, alumni listeners? My name is Bobby, and I'm a college graduate who is two years departed from the institutional education system. I hold a bachelor's degree in finance and work within the career field of my studies and have been for about three years now. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you're turning in from, welcome. My name is Andrew, and I'm also a college graduate who has been in the postgraduate life for almost about two years now. I have a bachelor's in IT and soon to be master's in cybersecurity, as well as working in the industry for roughly about four years. Alumni Talk is a podcast to help you navigate through the different stages and circumstances of college, high school, as well as a post-grad life. We aim to provide you tools, insights, and advice to help you in advance in whatever stage of young adult life you are currently in. We will be providing insights, current events, and guests to provide you the information you need to excel. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. All right. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in again to uh, episode two of Alumni Talk. This is Andrew here again, of course, with uh, Bobby. Um, and we're going to be discussing today's topic, which is kind of around, uh, you know, current events and, you know, kind of how to and, and things to think about in the sense of this whole situation dealing with COVID with, uh, you know, the transition from remote learning to back on campus and vice versa. Um, so to get started off, um, you know, Bobby, I guess, uh, what, what are your thoughts? What, uh, what, what did you like when you went through classes? Did you like online? Did you like in person? Hated it, dog. I hated that job, man. I hate remote learning. So I know, uh, currently, you know, there's uh, students right now, you know, I mean, all y'all are going through it right now. So, you know, my deepest, uh, sympathies for you guys and, partial empathy because I did, I had to take one uh, remote uh, class in winter of what, 2017 uh, or 18? I had to take one remote class on um, during the winter break. And uh, it was like a two week class or something like that. But yeah, I hated it, man. Did you have to take any? Well, I you're did. taking some right now, right? I'm taking some right now and I did. Um, I hate it. Uh, you know, I feel like I developed these uh, e-relationships, as I would call them, where I e-meet <laughs> people, you know, with my with my e-classmates and my e-professor. Uh, and I don't like it. I, I don't like not being able to talk in person. I don't like not being able to, uh, you know, form group studies, uh, you know, or just talk, you know, to, to my classmates. Um, but at the same time, that goes hand in hand, right? Where, you know... Uh, there is, there's nothing wrong with, with going the extra mile. Um, I know now uh, for the online classes that I'm taking, you know, we don't have a choice, even if we did with COVID, it's online no matter what. So, you know, for the people that are, that started my program at the same time I did, we all made a group me. Group me is an amazing app. Highly recommend. Um, even when you're, when you're going through classes, you know, to form study groups. Um, I remember a lot of times I'd be sitting in class and then you get an airdrop, right? With a, with a note saying, hey, if you guys want to form a study group, you know, jo join, join this link. And, uh, you know, there's just, it takes that one person in class to send you that airdrop and, and boom, you know, um, you get it going. Uh, a lot of people enjoy it though. I think it comes down, you know, uh, online classes are cool. 
Uh, it's a little less structure of the professor leading where you're kind of really leading with time management and it's yeah. all on you, right? Constantly checking, uh, you know, your Canvas or, or Blackboard or, you know, whatever school platform, uh, you know, that, that your university or, or school uses. Um, but it just depends. It, it totally just depends. Um, for me, I, I like being in person. So, so that's a big thing. Um, but again, pros and cons. Because also a lot of people do have other jobs. A lot of people do have other things going on and they don't have a, have a choice but to take it online, which totally makes sense, right? You know, grind it out, make sure yeah, you put exactly. food on the table and take, take online classes too. You know, do what you gotta do. You gotta be responsible with it and be able to recognize that. But you definitely have to adapt, especially with both. Yeah, exactly. No, I think you, you kind of hit the nail on the head uh, by stating, you know, there's people out there that currently they have other responsibilities and obligations within their time to, uh, you know, that they can't necessarily go to an in-person class. Um, it's kind of unfortunate, though, that, you know, younger people, you know, um, late teens and early 20s, people that were just, hey, man, I'm going to do the whole college thing now. Now they got to do it remotely. So. I'm sure, I mean, I haven't, I've, I've seen my other friends that are currently in school and stuff like that. They've kind of not been enjoying it that much because it's like, hey, you know, the plans were, I'm going to be at college, I'm going to do the college life. That's going to take up all my time. And now it's like, ah, uh, <laughs> I got too much free time, so to say. Yeah. Um, and I can pretty much, you know, do the, take the online classes and the assignments. Um at night, but what am I gonna do throughout the day when I'm supposed to be in the classroom or when I'm supposed to be going to meet my uh, professor? And yeah, no, that's that's kind of tough. You're exactly right though. If you guys uh, do learn anything from this, the biggest takeaway is definitely learn how to manage your time. That is super important, especially uh, if you're a current student and when you graduate from college, learn how to manage your time. That is the most important skill in to definitely that you could get away from this. Um, but my opinion is too, Andrew, man, I'm gonna be honest with you. What's the point of even taking these classes online, spending the kind of money that these students are currently spending on it and you're not getting the whole networking feel out of it. And you might as well just be watching YouTube to be honest with you, watching alumni talk. So <laughs> yeah. you get some more information from us than, than you want from your professor. So, yeah, I mean, What's your self -study. Thoughts, you could self-study. Why, why do you need the structure in place when the majority of classes that are given to you, all they do is they provide you with your assignments and the deadlines. They say, hey, yeah. go read this page out of this <laughs> book and, and <laughs> tell me what you thought about it. You know, right. or did you read it all? Let me quiz you to make sure, right? Did, did Jack and Jill, you know, go over the bridge, right? Did you read that part? Okay, cool. You got a hundred, you know, like, I don't know. If, if I... <clears throat> we're going to college and I have many friends that are and that have started college and have missed out on their whole first and a half year of college. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would wait. Yeah. Take that time. Remember, find your if, right. Make sure, make sure you, you find your if your, your, your thing, right. Or your it, your it, yeah. your it excuse me. Um, and then, just wait, you know, the college is all about the experience. It's about the networking. It's about taking the opportunities. I'm not saying that they're not there online, but they are 100% more there when you were in person. You have opportunities that you can undoubtedly take in person. 
that exactly. you cannot take while you're online because that's just the way that college was made. It was structured in the sense for you to be there in person. Now, yes, the digital age has changed everything. And that's why for certain circumstances, yes, you can take classes online. The majority of universities, if you do take classes online, you have to give a pretty valid reason for you to be a DE student, which is distant education, right? To take classes online. Um, I just, yeah, I, I would have waited. You know, I know someone that uh, is, is doing their master's um, at a university and that university is pretty prestigious and they have never stepped foot on that campus. And they're about to graduate with their master's. They are in this much money of debt for that piece of paper. And yes, that is totally worth it. And I'm not belittling that, but the majority of getting your master's and the majority of everything else is to really network, is to really go that extra mile, to take advantage of those opportunities that are presented only in these kind of scenarios of students wanting to take it to the next level and get a, get a master's degree so they can be even that much more certified in their industry. That's right. Yeah. I mean, that's how I view uh, graduate school as well. I mean, exactly that. I mean, tonight, you know, in the circumstance of, uh, you know, your friend, colleague, or whoever they may be, I mean, that to not be able to step foot on campus and yet you get your master's degree, you never even got to meet your professor. All they really were was just kind of like a, like you're saying, kind of like a, um, what's the term I'm looking for, man? Like a, an accountability partner, so to say, yeah, instead of a yeah. teacher. Like, man, I don't know, man. That I, I, that would just be such a buzzkill to me. Yep. I, I wouldn't want to have to go through that. But yep. I understand, you know, that's something that they wanted to do. Um, they had their it to do it, and that's something that they pursued. But, and yeah, no, that's tough. Especially for, for the majority. Of, so, so there are professors and teachers that are specifically online-only teachers and specifically in-person teachers only because that's how they – were hired, that's what they requested, and that's how they built their curriculum around. So now you're forced, right, for all these people to go and take these classes online that normally aren't online by a professor that's never taught online. That completely is yeah. the majority of lecture classes. And it changes the whole dynamic of stuff. Like it's at such a, such a disadvantage for the professor. And I've seen professors do a lot of amazing things to try to really, really combat this or really try to do their hardest, but it's just super difficult. Difficult even for those professors, that's right. Even for those doing, professors. Yeah. This yeah. is a whole new skill that they have to learn, yeah. how to teach online. Change their whole yeah. curriculum that they've probably been doing for years. Yeah. yeah. And then as a student, you know, all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I'm gonna go on, I'm gonna go on campus, you know, I'm gonna do it this, you know, this is super hard class, I'm taking it in person. Uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get good grades. And now you have to sit behind a computer and watch a, a pre-recorded lecture or, <laughs> you know, go yeah. through this alone if, if you're not taking opportunities to reach out to your classmates or anything. And, you know, majority of people, you know, and those kind of stuff's like, oh, my gosh, like Chegg's your best. Chegg is your professor at that point, you know, or, yeah. or other platforms yeah. like that. Uh, I mean, even taking a step back, right? If you're in high school and you're listening really consider the difference or, or the opportunities, right? So because of this, and this has been acknowledged, and this is why this was created, that there, there's a pass-fail grade now, right? So statistic-wise, 
um, if you look at uh, the academic year in, in previous years to the year of COVID, um, the largest district in California, um, and this is by the edsource.org, um, so that the number of Ds and Fs in grades 9 through 12 increased by 8.7% points, percentages points in the fall compared to the same time last year. So if you're in breaking that down, uh, the Ds and Fs, that's 23.2% American, 24.9% Latino, and 7.6% um, Asian, just, just to give some more granularity on that. Because again, keep in mind, I mean, a lot of these people may not even have internet. They may not have personal computers to do this stuff online. To do the work that was such yeah. a big issue in high school, right? College, understandable to a degree. High school, these people don't even, you know, and in a time where this is a financial crisis and now for your, your child to, or, or for your, your, you know, if you're talking about parents, your child to learn or for you to go to class in high school and to try to gain knowledge from this, you don't even have the resources to do that to begin with. Yeah. Um, it's just crazy. Uh, in in the, the Sequoia Union High School District in Redwood City, um, they said, and, and each county is different uh, as far as like pass fail and grades and, and the standards of grades as well. So just to throw that right. out there, the disclaimer, the school board. Yeah. they said that um, the percentage of students with more than one failing grade jumped from 19.7% last year to 29.29% this year. S in Mount Diablo Unified School District in Costa County jumped from 19% over the previous two fall terms to 30.6%. That's crazy, man. I mean, that's an insane increase. And then, and then to go back to this, they're 30%, like, right? yeah, 30%, 30% of students are failing. That means an F, an F. So, and to combat this, what they did is they made this, oh, pass, fail, right? Where they're like, oh, oh so yeah. they changed it from A's, B's, C's, and D's. And yeah, and F's were, okay. At the beginning of this class or in the middle, if you're not doing so hot, which means you either have a D or an F, you can elect that you can fall into this pass-fail scenario, right? Which, of course, if you're in that situation, you're probably going to jump on that. Now, here comes the issues with that. Pass-fail scenario on a transcript when you're in high school and colleges look at that. What does that mean? How does that affect GPA? What does that mean to them, right? Even if you're, yeah. let's say you're in an AP class, right? Where you, you earn college credits, pass fails don't get accepted. No. They don't. You took an AP class super hard. You passed it where normally you would have got, I think you have to get a C in, in AP classes anyway. But that college credit that you so hard, you worked so hard for and, and you deserved and you earned isn't recognized. Yeah. The same, I mean, for the same for college. It's the same for college too. This pass yeah. fail scenario, you know, employers ask for for your college transcript. What if uh, what if your major classes, is, which is the ones they're usually really worried about, they all have pass fail? How does that affect your GPA? How does that how does that show to an employer that, wow, okay, you know, you you pass this class versus getting an A or a B in it? Yeah, that you actually excelled in your collegiate career within these courses, right? Yeah. Like, 
I don't know, it, those kind of things that, you know, I think they just tried to, 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 to throw out there to, to save the bell. Uh, may have had good intentions in the beginning, but wasn't necessarily all sought through. No, not point. at all. It's lowering the bar, man. It's absolutely lowering the bar of expectations. And I mean, I know if you're a student, you're listening to this, it's almost like it's, you know, yeah. The, I mean, the bar has been set lower, you know, for a student to, to get past the class. And, you know, that's, to be honest with you, that's not good for you as a student. Um, I know it's, kind of a salt to the ears or salt to the wounds, so to say, but as a student, you want to do better, right? You know, you should be pushing for the A's, the B's, the B pluses, uh, not settling for just a simple pass and fail, because at that point, you know, the student who does work really hard, who spends a ton of time to get that, you know, their uh, 4.0 GPA or their, you know, 3.7 plus GPA. Um, how would you even, dude, here's a good question on that. If that's the circumstance, how do you determine who's going to be the valedictorian of a class, the graduating class, if it's all how do pass you, fail? How do you even determine a GPA? How do you determine that someone qualifies for the next class? Think about yeah, it. Or sense. how do you get into college? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. How? Right? Like, and it's not even, it's not even that. It's, it's setting up for failure. Like, there, are, there are, are, are students that are in third, fourth, fifth grade that are learning these, these life classes that you know simple math addition even if you're a freshman right you got to take calculus you know those really hard math classes if you're in college you you usually have to take a level one and a level two course what if you were failing and then you got a pass but you didn't learn anything and then the next level up completely builds off that as they do yeah what kind of setup does that have that's not i mean i mean they're gonna i mean hopefully they can just like get a pass in the next class but you're exactly right if you didn't learn anything how are you gonna build off of, uh you know i get you know the first primary class calculus one how are you gonna pass calculus two if you didn't pass calculus one um verifiably i would say yep and then you know you, you you're you're also taking this online right alone you're, you're not with you know in person to ask the teacher or professor uh you know help you can send an email and hope they respond because they're i'm sure they're getting funny yeah. emails <laughs> yeah. you know hope they respond hope you know they give you uh you know what are you supposed to do go spend more money on a tutor i mean if it comes down to it i would recommend it right i mean you know as uh, so, so as i say all right so so we we pointed out all, all the flaws in this right we pointed out the hardships that you need to keep an eye out and something you need to keep in mind what can you do about it that's right. Thank right. you. Yeah, I was about to say, man, let's let's talk about what you've been doing uh, to get through this and what can, you know, students get through this currently that are going through it. Yeah. Um, if you're in high school, your, your parents are not a tutor. They don't know what's going on. Right. When they took class, it was not even anywhere near this curriculum. Right. Uh, they always laugh and joke that what kind of math is this? This isn't math. <laughs> you know, yeah. with the kind of math that we're doing now. Uh, especially with calculators and everything like that kind of stuff, uh, get a tutor, right? Uh, your your school or university hopefully has some kind of free tutoring service and, and plan ahead for that. Um, other things that you can do are, are definitely form groups by all means, like reach out. Yeah, I yeah. was about to say, definitely do what you were mentioning earlier, create a form. 
where you and reach out, other you know, students. You're, 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 you can see everyone's email on, in whatever platform and you can send a group email, you know, obviously exclude the professor because, you know, I don't, I mean, if, if you want to, sure, but I, I don't, if we're trying to form group studies, um, you know, establish relationships with those and then maybe even moving forward, you know, take the same classes so you guys keep studying with each other. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of other things out there, Quizlet, um, there's other resources that, uh, you know, help provide videos, like you can even find stuff, a topic, uh, you know, on YouTube about something, you know, let's, let's say <clears throat> you have to make this, this chart in Excel and you got no idea, right? YouTube's the go-to source for that, right? You do have other resources like Check, you know, for, uh, you know, homework assistance, or they even have tutoring on there. Um, but it, it's, it's external factors that you can't control and they're affecting mm -hmm. you so much and you kind of really are stuck in a hard place, but you still can do something about it. You can. I think the most important thing, I mean, like even with the suggestions of tutors, as well as, you know, creating time, like creating a group and stuff like that. The most important thing that you guys, uh, I, you know, I encourage you guys to learn through this. I hope you are learning is that time management skill. Because that's going to be the most important thing. I mean, you could you could get the tutors and stuff like that. But, you know, let's face it, we're all human beings. Sometimes we don't feel like going, you know, having to do something. I mean, that's why I was always big on like going to classes is because you got to be present in class to learn today's lesson. And it's easier when you're at home to, to slack off or when, yep. you know, you don't have to physically be in a location to slack off. Um, and that's just going to require a lot of discipline. And I hope, uh, you know, the listeners are definitely imploring a lot of discipline in their life throughout their uh, school career. Um, the reason that being is so that you can take these steps that are being suggested, get the tutor, make sure you pencil in the time period that you're going to have that tutoring session in for the day and each day of the week. Um, and same with the group meetings, definitely pencil those in. Have those on your mind throughout the day um, and get outside too. I mean, that's a big thing too. I know, uh, you know, I've, I got some neighbors that they're, uh, their students throughout this process, they've had issues of actually just like going outside and getting to the park. And that's kind of like what's happened with, you know, the, you know, the beer bug and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, I get it like 110%, but get outside, get your, get your energy out by going outside i would say first thing in the morning i don't know what time y'all's classes begin um from what i understand though is that they're they're kind of starting a little bit later um get up first thing in the morning if you're a student listening to this and just go outside go do some type of physical exercise so that you can be focused throughout the day that's going to be super important don't wait until the end of the day to, to do it either because uh you need to start off your day with you know, some type of exercise, something to get you out of your house so you're not comfy. Get uncomfortable so you can get, un like, so you can already start that daily habit or the habit for day of being in an uncomfortable position. The next uncomfortable position is you being in your house where it's nice and comfortable and cozy and sitting in front of, you know, the pre-recorded lesson that the professor has already given for today. That's going to be uncomfortable, but you you're gonna have to do it you know to get through it at least get that pass instead of the fail, that pass fail. <laughs> <laughs> oh man 
No, but I mean, yeah, that's time, absolutely crazy. Time, time management is key, you know, because <clears throat> it's really holding yourself accountable. And, you know, when, when you are remote, you have so many distractions, right? When, yes. when you're doing this stuff, you have to hide your phone. Um, yeah, I was about to say, that's a big thing too, man. If you, you know, everybody our age and younger, especially younger, we all got bad habits of our, of our phones. Gotta put your, like literally hide your phone. The way I've been uh, working remote is I'll literally, I have an Apple watch. So I keep my Apple watch on, I put it on th throughout the day, but I leave my phone in my bed. Just leave it on the charger throughout the entire day. And um, that's pretty much, I mean, that, that, that alleviates a lot of distractions. And under no circumstances, your brain's going to tell you, especially if you're sitting there, you're, you're in a class that you don't want to be in your brain's going to find every single way for you not to pay attention to that class. Yep. And that's just normal. But eliminate the distractions, man. Eliminate those. So, and also, being one, okay. just leave it in the room. Also, um, take breaks, like you were saying. Uh, there are plenty of apps that not only on your phone, right, because of distraction, but are on the computer that um, tell you, hey, it's been 20 minutes, take a five-minute break. Right. You, you want to, you? you want to, uh, you can even just, it doesn't even matter. Just put it normal app on your phone. Um, there's also a study study timer is, is uh, a popular one. Um, even if using the clock on your phone, uh, they all have websites that you can do it through as well. Um, there's another one called wake up. That's, that's pretty simple. Um, and it does every 20 minutes and takes that five minutes into consideration. Uh, because if you go watch, uh, if you go listen to doctors, there's a lot of TED talks on it to where for you to actually listen or watch something, whether, whether you're an audible or a, a literal reader or a learner, whatever it may be, um, that your brain can only retain so much at the same time. So what they were saying is that the 20 minute mark is a good mark because at the end of the 20 minutes, you should still be able to retain what you learned at the beginning of that 20 minutes. And that's why you need that five minute break for your brain to process that and store it. Versus if you go for a whole two hour studying, at the end of that two hours, you're not gonna remember what you first studied at the, at the beginning of the hour, right? That's a good point, yeah. So take breaks, go outside. And like you were saying too, don't just wake up. Uh, it's so hard, especially in college, when we had 8 a.m. On, a, on a Monday or, or a Friday, don't don't wake up five minutes before class and go. How, how can you wake up and retain information when you don't even remember walking to class, yet you're there and you're still rubbing the eye boogers out of your eyes? They even change your out of your PJs. Yeah, that, okay. that was one thing. I you have to wake up before class yes. so you can learn. Right. You Get cannot wake moving. up in class. Yes. Like. Even, even if, it, if, if it takes you to, to wake up in 10 minutes, wake up 15 minutes earlier. So you're up for 10, 10 minutes, you're going, and then you got a five-minute mark to, to really just sit there awake and, and, and get in that zone, you know? Mm -hmm. And dress up, too. Dress up. And that's a big thing, too, as well. It's like, I mean, I, I've done it in the past where I've literally woken up out of bed and just gone straight to the desk and PJs and stuff like that for work, but – the days that are super successful are the days that I've, and as most recently, like it's the days that, you know, I get up and I change into, you know, business casual. I treat my little home office I got going on just like it was the regular office. Um, that's going to help you a lot too, as a student. 
put on some regular, like put on the clothes that you would normally wear to class. And if it's PJs, I highly encourage you to get out of that habit. You can't go to work wearing PJs. So, I mean, that's, that's just not starting a good habit in the first, first point. Um, if you used to do that in person in college, um, because I mean, Overall, you're there to become a young professional, uh, to become a student. You're there to be a, become a student, to become a young professional. Um, so take it seriously. And same with this remote stuff. That's the biggest thing, I guess, out of the whole circumstance is that uh, it's easy to not take any of this seriously or as serious as it is when it's in person. Um, but, you know, implore some discipline in your life. and. Uh, Treat it as, as it is. It needs to be treated. This is still school. This is still learning. Um, and treat it as such. And, yeah, like Andrew was saying, get the help that you need. Get the tutors. Get the, get, you know, the, the student groups uh, moving. If nobody else is doing it, you be the one. You be the leader. Start that stuff. Um, and, you know, sky's the limits for you. So, or, I mean, not even really. I mean, you know, as however high you want to go, man, you can go. So, like, definitely push it. Yeah, and, and you know, it, if you guys have any other, you know, techniques that, that has helped you, um, you know, through this journey, you know, let us know. Feel free to share. I would, yeah. I would love, I would love to, to read some some cool tips or tricks that really helped you, you know, during these times that, that you developed, right? Some, some good study habits, some, some good habits to, to combat the stress or, or this, this, you know, change from, you know, in-person to remote, maybe even going back into in-person, whatever it may be. Um, Cause you know, I'm sure there's, there's a lot of good ones out there. So definitely share. Um, Cause that could really make or break a difference between some again, a, you know, again, a pass fail, right? <laughs> Right, exactly. That will make a big difference. Also, if you guys have been hearing about what other, you know, school districts have been doing to uh, combat this circumstance, those that are succeeding, I mean, go ahead and leave a comment. You don't, I mean, don't put the actual county in what school board it's coming from, but say, you know, our area has been doing X, Y, and Z. We're doing hybrid classes now uh, instead of full in person, for example. And uh, the students, uh, grades have been going up or you know student uh, attendance has been increasing because of hybrid classes or whatever your school is doing um so that you know the others other people can see it and maybe suggest it to their school board um so because everybody's in this together and everybody will be pushing through this together and you need each other to get through it so that's facts and that just that sets the precedence for so much more moving forward too because again i mean you know, let's, let's say you, you go through college and yeah, you may get to the end point and you may get this piece of paper that says you are now a professional of bachelors in XYZ and you go to a job interview and they say, oh, you got a bachelor's at college. Well, can you tell me about this? And they're going to ask you something that you should know because that's what you should have learned. And if you didn't learn anything while going through it, but you just got to the end goal, what was the point? Exactly. How, embar how embarrassing, right? You don't want to do that. So test failed. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, make sure that, yeah, I mean, you may get to the end goal, but you, you, you want to make sure it's worthwhile. That's right. That's right. Be ready for that trick question that could be coming, as Andrew's saying. And yeah, 
definitely be prepared, prepared for that. And uh, just keep pushing through it. Um, for what I understand, from what I've heard too, this is not going to last forever uh, for you guys. Um, neither for us either. Uh, I know there's been discussions about, you know, people going back to the office and stuff like that, you know, within all industry. So through the time being, though, don't waste this time. Um, I know it's going to be su it's super easy to do that, but don't do that. And um, soon enough, hopefully this will all fix out. If it doesn't, though, be prepared for that, too. Be prepared for everything being completely remote now. Be prepared for the uh, least amount of social interactions in the future. How are you going to get, how would you prepare for that? What would you do to make, get through that time or to advance in that time? Learn how to use uh, social medias, social media accounts and groups uh, to connect with the people. That's going to be your networking capability. Capabilities is to use social media and different blogs and stuff like that. Get involved with different social groups to meet the uh, professionals you need to meet. Um, but yeah, be prepared for both. But do not forget to comment, subscribe, and like. Um, and I mean, I don't, do you have any uh, finishing pieces, Andrew? No, I mean, I, telling them? I think that I think that was a great last words, right? Always prepare for the worst, and you know, opportunities present themselves in weird ways, right? So you know, when an opportunity presents itself, even though it may not be ideal, take advantage of it, excel in it. You know, That's right. you guys got this and there's nothing holding you back except for yourself. That's right. So and in order to get it, get it, exactly. In order to get it, get up early. Like Andrew was saying, not five minutes before class. My suggestion is at least an hour. If you can get up two hours, you know, before your class, do that. So you can get your day moving, you know, get outside throughout periodically throughout the day so that you retain the information. You could, uh, you know, meditate, think about the information that you learned within the last hour, um, as well as uh, what were some, what were the other couple points, Andrew, to help them get, like, make sure that they take the most out of this? Um, wake up early. Yeah, wake up early, time management, take study breaks, no distractions. Um, you know, be aware of when something's prevented, presented to you, such as the pass fail, you understand what the implications are currently and in the future. Um, and just, just take advantage. Just, just be a go-getter. Right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Be a go-getter and get it done, man. So, but it was a pleasure to speak with you guys and, uh, you know, hopefully, I mean, surely I'm not going to say surely because I wouldn't have said in 2018 that, you know, or 2019 that there's surely going to be all this mess going on in 2020 and it would continue into 2021 as as of today but you know hopefully we'll all get through this and we're all going to make it through and hopefully you guys are going to be able to say man even though it wasn't the most ideal situation i did a darn good job getting through this and making the most of it absolutely yep and then as always right don't forget like share comment like, subscribe comment, send it to a friend do whatever you want uh, look forward to, to next week's episode and, you know, as always appreciate you, uh, listening in and, you know, this, this was alumni talk. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. You guys like comment, subscribe, share with a friend. So. Stay, stay healthy. Absolutely. Bye-bye.